there is a point you get to beyond your efforts. Baby, what how you draw? We need to Beyond your efforts, there's a point you've got to get to to really have the urge to see him. Baby, what how? I was say we draw. We need to when you get to that point that is a point where I will see you as you are and when you see him as he is then you praise him as you ought until you have an encounter with him you cannot counter the challenges of life but when you encounter him it flows from your inside without any pretense it is at that point that you will be able to proclaim his love of every single breath that you have. And then the music of his name will become a refreshing for you. I want to request the pastor arrange for us to have some hymns that we will compile. So we carry that along with the ones that we know to do. Last Sunday, a teaching came to quicken us in the dimension of the supernatural. Thank you. And it's 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 to a very crucial one. And um, I know we are going to be having a lot more for a very long time. But this morning, I want to draw your attention to a responsibility. A responsibility that you have to fulfill to be able to join that flow of the supernatural. And I call it the glory of encounters. But I'm talking about encounters with God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. I will give you scriptures that you read for yourself. I'll be talking. Uh, so you can write down these scriptures. I'll be talking because my time is very, very short. Amen. Amen. You know, when I began talking, I said there was an incident. At the children's um, church there, the children's hall, and I said many of us saw or they we witnessed the incident, but I don't know what anybody saw. 
your sensitivity in the things of the spirit will determine the dimensions of your encounters with God. That's one reason why there are many girls here who don't have spouses because the spouses came, they didn't see them. You are asking for something from God and you have your own specs. And you didn't tell God about your specs. He said, God should give you a husband. And because of the devil of your pride, God brings a servant who is dressed in, 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 in rags and tattered clothes and uh, shoes that are asking God for help. So that you can overcome pride and enter into your point of blessing. Because you were not sensitive. When your opportunity came wrapped in rags, you couldn't identify it. And many of the men are like that. If I talk to this girl, she no go grieve. So you have only succeeded in buying things for the girl. Eja Christmas. Now what child? Yes, Kojak farmer. Now Jack. Every time you are sending people with pizza and the rest of them. They be an hour so my man for and then I brought for you and there. You have become Father Christmas. What done she will enjoy that thing and before long she will be enjoying with a person who is bold enough to ask for her hand. Sanya wotwa di chei. Awada ni eja Christmasi. Ebe du mrebi no. Na otona ne niya. Na kukudro awasro no. E di botom esika. Because you are not sensitive. If we say, Sanya wuhuhuma unke katia ni awofempa. God help me this morning. You see, you, 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 you. And You want to have finished good, a finished product. And that's a very dangerous thing. It will have too much salt. If you say or no salt at all. God does not bring a wife to a man. God brings a woman to a man. And God doesn't bring a husband to a woman. He brings a man. And then your responsibility is to bring out the husband in the man. 
You are looking for a husband. What somebody has produced. That may not fit you. That's the one you go for. Well, let, let me stop here. One thing you must avoid as a pastor. Avoid, avoid hurting women in the church. Yeah, you can insult the men they won't do anything when you touch the woman and they gang up against you nobody will chase you to go so I want to stop here I, I love my wife I, I want to live long <laughs> I don't remember the kill me. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. But at the appropriate time when I'm called to do such talking, I will talk. I will talk. talk. At any rate, you are trying, you are marrying, it's good. But I want to see those who are due for married to marry. How sweet the name of Jesus sounds in a believer's ear. God doesn't hate anybody here. God loves everyone. He will not withhold any good thing from you. So don't push the good thing away. Open your eyes. Amen. You know, we don't usually say close your eyes and let's pray. We don't do that. Watch and what? So, so while you are you praying, you are watching. You are watching. You are watching. Amen. Amen. <laughs> he is faithful. Isaiah chapter 6. You read from verse 1 to verse 8. Second Chronicles 26. You read many verses. They will read. Romans chapter 1 verse 1 to 7. And now chapter 4. Verse 23-23. You read and then pick what you want. But I'm going to talk to you now. Hallelujah. Please let's have Romans chapter 1. Let me read that one that continue. Romans 1. Paul, the born servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated to the gospel of God, which he promised before through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. Concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who was born of the seed of David according to the flesh. Take note of that verse 3, yes. And declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness. By the resurrection from the dead. Amen. Amen. Now you can continue. But I need verses 3 and 4. 
There is a dimension of Jesus that is presented in verse 3. His natural state. Born of the seed of David. So he belonged to the lineage of David. And therefore naturally was qualified to be a king in Israel. But verse 4. He was declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. So he was born a man. He was born in a, to a, a poor family maybe. He was born in a town that has no place in the map of Ghana. Your family name has no bell to ring. And nobody knows you. Your classmates are not to be found in cities. Everything about you is queer and odd. Nothing appears to be promising. That is what the world offered you. But as a child of God, what does God offer you? So there's a point of transition. You move from the natural to the supernatural. I said there's a transition for your natural estate, the natural realm, to the realm of the supernatural. So when you get born again, it is expected of you and expected of me to transit from the realm of the natural the supernatural where we belong. It does not matter how much you read of this Bible and are able to quote from Genesis to Revelation. If you are not conscious of the fact that you are you belong to the supernatural realm you will not become an agent for the supernatural. Something happened. At the baptism of Jesus Christ, God declared, this is my son. I'm pleased with him. It didn't end there. On the Mount of Transfiguration, he announced again this is my beloved son my chosen hear ye him uh, that is sonship authority the other one was sonship announcement because when he left the Jordan he went into the wilderness Bible said there he was tempted. 
But the, the important thing there is that he returned from that temptation. He went there full of the Holy Ghost. He returned full of power. There had been a transition. He exercised consciousness of his position in Christ, in God, his father. Scriptures were quoted to deceive him. But he was too conscious of who he was. That he yield to the temptations. And when he left the place, he was full of power. The message last Sunday was to quicken every one of us to wake up. Because we are leaving our estate fallow. But before we go further, that's why this message is coming to us today. The declaration is hinged. It hangs on the spirit of holiness. It's very, very important. Now, let me tell you why you hear many people doing great things in the name of the Lord and then they crash. Because they become so familiar with the things of the supernatural and want to work it out by themselves. So Samson said, I will go as a four time. I've been going. The power is still there. And the Bible said he did not know that the power had left him. Samson so can say, Debi Amekwa me drew um go internet now so come out and now sorry and then you refuse to me in a few. It is better you are not known. Than to be known and then cease to have an address. You are not dead. You are alive. But you have no address. You know the man who has that kind of thing? He's called the devil. The Bible says he goes to and fro. Nipa always had any friend or bonsam or no dear or quite Where do we look for him? Is this two or fro? I have found a yes, and I be who know. So for you to become relevant as a supernatural agent. You've got to understand what the Holy Ghost actually stands for. He is the spirit of holiness. It is that spirit that Jesus submitted to and refused to go against the Father. Instead of going down, he was rising up. Now, 
Listen very, very carefully, friends. Don't ever become God. You can be the oracle of God. A servant of God. But not God. When you become God, you begin to speak from the realms of pride and arrogance. But when you remain a servant of God, you want to hear him before you speak. I'm giving you this counsel from the few years that I have worked with God. I've seen men who manifested the supernatural in very strange ways but became victim to issues that even an unbeliever will not fall down for. I have seen plenty of them in this nation in Nigeria where I lived for a long time and the ones that we read about great men the eyes of men did you get my caveat? they were great men in the eyes of men Oh, Lord, we, we perform miracles and we heal the sick and we raise the dead in your name. Miss Eva, I don't know you. He did not say that they didn't do it. They did it. But he said, I don't know you. He said, you workers of what? Iniquity. What I am looking at as I stand here is a vibrant Dominion Chapel International. That will not be identified with that which is unholy. That after we have left here, we will stand at the balcony of heaven and begin to see look at you and your children and still know that the message is still there intact. That is what I'm standing here for. My wife doesn't like me talking like this, but that is where I am now. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, every genuine father would want, would want to think beyond now for his children. And Jacob said, gather unto me the sons and children of Jacob. And let me show them the things that shall befall them in the future. So my assignment is to make sure you are properly established. I went to the church of one of my, my, my sons. 
about two years or so more ago, we got to the porch of the hall where they met. And I heard the Lord talk to me. He said, uh, beyond the excitement. Excitement. I know. Something like that. That's what kind of message is this? I went there and I told this is what God told me. Beyond the excitement. There will be the excitement. But there's a period after the excitement. The things that you heard. Will they stand with you outside the excitement? When you are alone. Satan does not attack people during service like this. No, 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 no. He doesn't like coming around here. They said the church was was um, was having a program and they were singing. Satan don't fall for gata macha macha. So they were jumping and uh, stepping on the head of Satan. If you know that you don't have the shoes of heaven. Don't step on that head before you get wounded because he's waiting for you outside. You are a victor. You are an overcomer. Your destiny is tied to the rod of God. What is the word of life? No evil shall befall you. You keep on going from strength to strength and you will do exploits in the name of Jesus Christ. But be connected to the spirit of holiness. Holiness is not sanctimonious walking. You walk as if you are going to take the Holy Communion. You don't even want to step on an ant. No. Holiness is not without. It is within. When you come under the influence of the Holy Spirit, you live right. There are things you will never do, whether you are supervised or not. There are things when we hear from you, when we open your mouth and you say certain things, that we begin to wonder if indeed you have been receiving the word of God. Your identification with the spirit of holiness becomes your point of strength to operate in the realms of the supernatural without any casualties. 
in Siamuno, a honey beer woo to me, and one who didn't dinner. I ever my whom Muntrayano, Edimua, Uncosia, a prebia, and I said, There is a transition. It is when you identify with the Holy Ghost, then He helps you to leave the realm of the natural. And you begin to operate in the realm of the supernatural. In 2 Chronicles chapter 26, there's a story of a young man who became the king of Judah. His name was Uzziah. Uzziah. U-Z-I-A-H. Yeah. Now all the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was 16 years old, and made him king instead of his father Amaziah. Now go on to the next verse. He built Elath and restored it to Judah after the king rested with his fathers. Yes. Uzziah was 16 years old when he became king and he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jecoliah, Jecoliah of uh, what? Jerusalem. Yeah, let's see. And he did what was right in the sight of the Lord according to all that his father Messiah had done. Uh-huh. He sought God in the days of Zechariah who had understanding in the visions of God as a prophet. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosper. Did you see that expression? As long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. Now go ahead. Now he went out and made war against the Philistines and broke down the wall of Gath and the wall of Jabne and the wall of Ashdod and he built cities around Ashdod and among the Philistines. Yeah. God helped him. God did what? God helped him against the Philistines, against the Arabians who lived in Galbal and against the Munites. Hey. Also, the Ammonites brought tribute to Isaiah. His fame spread as far as the entrance of Egypt. For he became exceedingly strong. Yes. Isaiah built towers in Jerusalem and at the corner of at the corner gate and the valley gate and the corner buttress of the wall. But he then he fortified them. Something dangerous is about to happen. Yes. Oh. Go ahead. The next verse. Wait, 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 wait. You are running too fast. The next verse. The next verse. The next verse. The next one. The next one. Are you seeing the inventions? When you take your time to read, you will see inventions that came from that young man or his time. In warfare, strange ones. Okay. Strange ones. Okay. What was the secret? And he made in devices in Jerusalem invented by sinful men to be on the towers and the corners to shoot arrows and large stones. So his name spread far and wide, for he was marvelously helped. Till he became strong. Marvelously helped till he became what? Strong. Yeah. Yes. 
But when he was strong, his heart lifted up to his destruction. For he transgressed against the Lord his God by entering the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense, which was not his due. That was on the assignment. His assignment was what he had been doing. Political, defend, defend the nation, and so on and so forth, but not the temple. He was not in the class of David who was prophet and king and now, priest. But he could not manage success. No, no, no. No. He had become successful. He had become very great. He had become so popular. His name was everywhere. But he could not manage that blessing that God gave to him. When he was weak, he depended on God. He enjoyed the help of God. When he became strong, he rose against God. The first thing was that his heart lifted up. This one is an advice to everybody here. By the grace of God, you will make success. You will make success. You will get to heights you never dreamt about. But would that thing be to the glory of God? One million. Immediately you just a million one million cities. Nobody can talk to you except they bow. Is it me you are talking to like that? Don't you have respect? Are we mates? Are we mates? When we were busy making money, you 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 were following stupid girls about. You want to see him in his office? The moment he gets your form, he said, "Let him sit down there. Let him learn lessons." When we were all struggling, I told him what to do. He refused to do it. Let him sit there. Brother, I have a little challenge and I, I believe you're able to help me. So I just came that you could give me some money. He said, What is the challenge? You listen oh, to your challenge and all the problems you are having. You witness all your rags and your confusions and everything, your frustrations in life. You will tell him everything. And then he'll tell you, I'm sorry today, I'm not in a position, but come next week. Come what? Next week. 
ene gaiso kinsi ya wudi nre nre nyina abeka akira no obeka wanu munsam nyina just 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 come on wednesday and make sure you are here latest by 2 pm you go there at 12 noon. And they tell you he has traveled. There was an emergency, so he left. He is not able to remember that once upon a time he was over there. And that God helped him up. No, the people I fear in life are poor people that are blessed by God who look down on others and maltreat them. I fear them. They are more dangerous than the devil. Thank you. They don't respect anybody. You had the privilege of going for a meeting in the US. You were there, it was just a meeting, a conference. You were there for just five days. Just five days. You came back at the airport. Somebody comes to greet you. And we can't even understand what you are saying. Uh, I tell you, friends, it's good to go to the US. Oh, yes, I'll bet now we have the same word to find. You get lost, you get lost at the airport. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. My archbishop in Nigeria said, um, one day, Anytime he was getting ready for a program in the U.S., he would listen to the preachers from the U.S., listen to and begin to mimic them. And then when he would get there, he would start speaking as if he had been in the U.S. for a long time. And then they would welcome him. So I asked him, I asked him was that not a, a deceit? I said, I said, I said, your people must first accept you before they accept your message. You were there for just one day. You were there for one week. You were there for one month. In the program of God, 
He has penciled you down as a man who will own houses in that place. That you can walk to that place and come back as you are walking from your sitting room to your bedroom. And when you say, I'm tired, I want to rest, you just move in there. Now and and Spend one year and come back. But one week killed you. Anyone who has not traveled out of the country is of no consequence to you. You are not able to enjoy the humility that comes from the Holy Spirit. He is called the spirit of holiness because he does not exude anything that is not found in God. When you identify yourself with him and you begin to operate in the supernatural, you will still remain as humble as Pastor made reference to one prophet. I know the person. And, um, I have listened to him. And everyone who talks about that man says the same thing. You mean, you mean what? Humility. Humility. Somebody comes to your church and goes to you, walks on the rug, maybe where you are the one walking. That you that rug is meant for you as the as the the general overseer. And the person is a stranger. He goes to stand there and you are offended. And he said, get out from that place. Get out. I don't like people like you. And that person had been sent to go and help him. The person had been sent to go and help him with his gadgets in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the hall. And then the person said, I'm the one that Reverend so and so recommended to you. I came to see you. And, uh, but I'm going. I don't have interest in your work. And the person I'm talking about, you know him very well. You, you know the pastor. You know the person that went there that was dismissed. And he has no fear for anybody. He will just give it to you like that. I'm going. It's just like I'm holding my money and I want to enter your vehicle. And you're making noise. I won't waste my time talking to you. It is my money that is bringing me to your car. I take the money and go and sit in another car. What nonsense is that one? Uh, because of pride. I want to make this person my father. My father, you call the person, you send letters, you tell people, tell him, I want to be his, uh, his son. The man came back, came down to Ghana here, and then asked for your place. And he went there, with his short nicker, with his cap, and the t-shirt, and sandals. And he sat there. The great man of God passed, he saw him, and then called the secretary. Who is that person sitting down there? Now, People like this, you, when they come, refer them to Pastor David and, uh, and uh, Pastor, uh, Pastor Basse and uh, Pastor Basse. Now, Pastor Basse and Pastor Praise God. Amen. 
Praise God. Amen. Amen. Then, then, then as he was passing by, the man greeted him and introduced himself. I'm Reverend so and so and so from the, I came in from the U.S. He said, my father, he said, you can't be my son. You are bigger than me. I cannot make you your son. For what? Humility. It's of the Holy Ghost. It will take you to heights you never dreamt about. Simple humility. Simple what? Humility. I was in a city in Nigeria. And I saw pride. I saw pride just like I see pride in Kumasi. You see pride walking on the street. So one day I told them that I would be going on an excursion. I was planning to take them to the mortuary. The mortuary to go and see dead bodies. That was the only cure I, I, that I thought of. I will help them. Let them go and see how their state will be after a while. They were very lucky I was transferred. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Friends, there is no doubt that God is going to lift you. There's no doubt about it. There is no doubt about it. As long as you are alive and in him, I saw one picture this morning as I was bathing. I saw one picture. I saw the picture in the Bible that says we are hidden in Christ and in God. And I saw something that we are inside Christ. Christ is the garden of Eden. Everything we're looking for is inside him. And for our protection, we and him, we are in God. So who is it that can stop us from becoming what God has programmed us to be? Nobody can bring you down. When I saw that, when I began to blow tongues in the bath, I was there for almost one hour. <laughs> Now for me, the pastor said, "Yeah, yeah, we Jesus Christ to move. And I Jesus Christ so I didn't throw no. And I didn't throw no. So say bam bonti no. I say so we nyanku pomu. Christ we nyanku pomu. Eh eh. And I make sure them. And I glory to God. Now who ne say na aye me enije bebre. It me start me chasia kaka safufro. I was so excited. You see. When you, you enter some level of, you know, <laughs> you, <laughs> you get drunk, you understand? You get drunk, and reality dawns on you. That's all I want us to have. You become so conscious of who you are, but not the detriment of your lifting. It's not difficult for God to lift anybody here, but it's only hard when we misbehave. I've taken so much of your time today. Um, because it appears like this is my last um, Sunday in the month. And you know, I don't take last. I said, <laughs> I'm, I'm from Warrior, I don't take last. 
So I must make sure that I take over what is there, add to this one. You know, your pastor, he does that kind of thing. His <laughs> name was not there for preaching. But he appears here, he appears here, he appears there. I say, oh God, wait, what are you looking for? <laughs> this one, 10 minutes, one, five minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes. You jam the thing together. It's not a joke. So today, I'm, except for the program in the evening, I had planned to be here for two hours. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Maintain that spirit of purity, humility. What Jesus himself carried and gave him a name that's above every other name. So he did not stop at the point of being the Christ. He went beyond that one, passing the test of humility and the test of what? Service. The test of obedience. Allow the spirit of holiness to take absolute rule over your life. Finally, brethren, finally, Isaiah, Isaiah, chapter six. Several years ago. It was by divine arrangement I will start my message with Isaiah or end with Isaiah. So after I've talked, talked, talk, if I say now Isaiah chapter this, they all know that after I will go and sit down. Chapter six. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. Why that reference? Why that historical point? Uzziah had become the epitome of pride and arrogance. In his time, nobody was seeing anything. God could not show himself to his people. But in the year he died, Isaiah said, I saw. I saw the Lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up. And the train of his robe filled the temple. I don't know. You know, the his, his robes is not just ordinary. It's not like, um, you know, the, the, when the women are marrying, they, they, they try to get to that point. I, I saw one mosquito net that, that had extended over some yards like that. And the people were walking behind the bride. They didn't know how to walk because the mosquito net had announced itself all over the place. But it didn't cover the entire hall. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. Yeah, but the, the Lord sits and is trained. He comes with his kingdom. Wherever he is, he comes with what? His kingdom. The totality of his being and his glory and his power, everything appears. Isaiah saw him. Isaiah <laughs> 
Yeah, can I see something? Next verse. Above these two seraphim, each one had six wings. With two, they covered his face. And with two, covered his feet. And with two, blue. Now go ahead. And one cried to another, saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Now, when you go to Revelations, you will see that picture. The beast, the 24 elders, they bow before him. And all they are saying is holy, holy. By the time they will say one holy and get up, they have seen something they have never seen before. Holy. Holy is the Lord. They won't raise their head. Another new thing. Holy. So they can't stop. Now, when you encounter him, nobody will tell you to begin to manifest his glory. Nobody. Isaiah was a very proud prophet. Because his words were accurate. The ditto what? And if God is telling you something to say, you don't ask permission from me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you start asking permission, you want to tread on dangerous grounds and have to be careful with you. You don't yeah. vibrate. Where I'm ministering, you don't vibrate. Say you want to prophesy. So you are vibrating. What, what is pushing you? Yes, <laughs> Holy is the Lord. And the earth is full of his glory. Now get the next verse for me. Now I want to get to a point where the man saw God and then he saw his smoothness level. When you meet him, you will mellow. You are making so much noise because you have not heard the voice. When you hear it, Allow yourself to grow. I've told the story of your pastor. Part of the story, not all. I've not told everything. If I tell you everything, uh, <laughs> everything. The day he was consecrated and handed over to God, he began to manifest things. The miracles flowed like that. And people were looking for him. And I saw that if I wasn't careful, I would lose my son. Because this thing they call flesh has a tendency of responding to your lifting to take over. It wants to guide upon your lifting. 
So I told him, I said, you are, you are, you are, you are not going out. You will read four chapters of the Bible every day. The entrance of the word. It gives what? Light. And gives understanding. Yes. Introduced him to fasting. And so he was on. That's why I told you some years ago, when you look at his age, you will make mistakes, you will offend God. So my situation is not that my son must take over from me. No. It's not son take over. It's, it's a son who has been called by God. So he must prove himself. He must do what? Prove himself. I don't talk about his ministry. He is here. He will tell you. This program is going for. I only hear. If there's a word of encouragement, I release it. I just pray for him. I don't ask him why you are doing what. That's his own ministry. Let him do it. But if I hear him say things that cannot be printed in my publishing house. I don't care who is there. I'll give it to you life. Life. On phone. And hang the phone. And put him. He will be there. He'll be, I know, I know him. If I do that thing to him now, you won't like your pastor. He will lose courage in life. Why? I have a responsibility to ensure that he remains on course. I have the same responsibility towards you. Hallelujah. So when I meet you and I'm talking about your dressing, it's not because I, uh, you, I'm envious of your dressing. No. It's because your dressing does not speak well. I will tell you, you can be angry. I don't care. Your anger doesn't do me anything. You don't have to go to shop. You can go back, go to Bengal boutique and polish it and dress well. Neat. Yeah. Praise God. The Lord is good. I want you to be to remember God as you are promoted by Him. I want you to always know. That once upon a time you were helpless and the help of God came to you. I want you to be sustained in the realms of the supernatural. That you will not produce the supernatural but it will flow naturally from you. That's what I want to see. If I had handed over the microphone to Dr. Alex this morning, I'm telling you, you won't be going home now. When he was praying, didn't you see where he got to? If I had given you the microphone, say, bless us. I would have left you here to go and sleep. The supernatural flows directly from a man. It is not for sure. Your humility level must be strong. 
your commitment to people must be strong. Your love for people must be without question. The person by your side is a human being that was created by God. The same way you were created. You had some advantage the person doesn't have. But maybe tomorrow when God's hand comes upon him, he will be like Elijah who had run chariots. I was saying, oh, my wife, I was saying, oh, my wife, I was saying, oh, my wife, I was Isaiah looked at the things he saw. Isaiah and he said, woe unto me. Hey. From a man with clean lips. I live with the people whose lips are also polluted. I don't deserve to be here. And then the Lord touched his mouth. That is consecration. He was sanctified. And then he began to hear God. We want to send somebody. Who shall we send and who will go for us? He had him and he had the boldness because of consecration. He had boldness to say, send me, I will go. He was ready to go for the Lord. When you allow the Holy Ghost to take rule over your life, you will hear and when you hear, you have the boldness. The boldness to go forth and do that which will please God. May your life be a life full of testimonies. A life that is speaking about God and not the devil. It must not be about you, but about him. Rise to your feet. You are going to pray one prayer. Eyes, I'll leave you here. Lord, touch my lips. Touch my heart. Touch my lips. Touch my heart. I want to be declared a son of God by the spirit of holiness. I don't want to live of my own. I want to live to please you. You have the Holy Ghost inside you. Yield to him. The supernatural is your estate. That's where you belong. And you must manifest it. But manifest it and don't miss out of it. Manifest the supernatural and don't miss out. Don't become a signpost. I'd like you to take that prayer. Take that prayer. Let's all bust empire.